Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hello, and welcome to episode 31, Midlife Munchies, Nourishing Your Body with Age-Defying Foods. Mm, This is one of my favorite topics. You know, if you've been listening to this podcast, that I love to talk about food. Because, first of all, I'm a holistic nutritionist, and second of all, I am helping women master midlife, and one of the biggest components is food. Because as our body ages, we want to be making sure that we're putting into our bodies the maximum, the best foods that would give us the best chance at having an amazing body in midlife because it's super healthy and we're giving it the nutrients that that it needs so that it can support us in all these crazy fun things that we are doing in midlife. The lives we're living demand that we eat really healthy foods that nourish our body, that are specific to our bodies and that are going to help us be amazing. Mm -hmm. So today I wanted to talk about specific foods that you want to look into. Now, trust me, I am obsessed with researching these types of things. And as a holistic nutritionist, these are the types of things that I study. But I like to take it next level. And I want to encourage you to do your research. So if you hear something today on the podcast where you're like, "Mm, I'm going to go get me some of that, make sure you research it to make sure it's good for you because everybody is different for sure. But I'm going to give you as much information as possible so that you can go forward and make conscious choices of how to help heal your body, how to have an amazing body in midlife. I thought I would start by telling you how I start my day with food and what I eat throughout the day because I do this for specific reasons and you can take some of this and try it out for yourself and see if it works for you. So let's start with The very first thing, because I'm doing intermittent fasting, and you all know why. If you haven't heard the intermittent fasting episode, go check it out. It's fabulous. So I do intermittent fasting. I usually have my first meal of the day around 11 o'clock, 11 or 12. Before I tell you what that is, I want you to know that it's okay to break the constructs of what breakfast you think breakfast should look like and what types of food it is because it can be whatever you want it to be. And a lot of Western society has fallen under the influence of listening to the cereal companies tell us what we should have for breakfast. So friends, breakfast does not have to be cereal. Breakfast does not have to be oatmeal. Although oatmeal is fabulous. You can have whatever you want for breaking your fast. So don't think of it as breakfast in the traditional way. Think of it as breaking your fast. And you can have rice and veggies for breaking your fast. When we look at the Asian cultures, they have super um, low rates of diabetes and obesity and all that type of thing. And it's because of their diet and they eat rice for most of their meals, rice and veggies, rice and veggies. So don't be afraid of having rice and veggies as your first meal of the day if that's what works for you remember you want to love your food you want to think it's delicious and you want to be able to eat volume amounts which means you can um, have your 50 50 plate which is 50 percent 
leafy green vegetables, any kind of vegetables or fruits. And then the other 50 is the starches because the starches are what keep you satisfied so that you don't overeat. You can't overeat sweet potatoes. It's virtually impossible, but they're super low in calories. Remember, we're not counting calories. No, sorry, but we are eating foods that are low in calorie density. So we never have to count calories because we just don't go over. So with all that in mind, see, I get, I always go on tangents because I just love talking about this. Let me tell you about my day. So I will start my day with my super green drink, which is AG1. I will put a link in the show notes. Um, I think you can get like a nice package deal if you on your first order, if you use that link. So AG1 is basically, to my knowledge, because I've done a lot of research about this, to my knowledge, it is the best green supplement drink that you can get. And when I mean it's the best, it's because of the research they've done, because of the type of products they use, the the companies that they buy from, third-party, independent, third-party tested, all of those reasons make AG1 an amazing green drink. So this is how you get all the nutrients into your system because our mission in life is to nourish our cells because when our cells are healthy, they take care of the rest of our body. They do all the functions. This is where our energy comes from. And so this is a priority. You do not have to use this as a green drink by any means. It's just the one that I really feel confident using. You want the the best quality and the most nutrients in your body in the most um, bio-available, ready-available way possible that your body can just use it with minimal effort. And that's just my take on it. And then, so I'll have that after I work out or do my morning exercise. And then I'll have a green smoothie. You're like, but wait, Heather, didn't you just have a green smoothie? Well, yes, I did. And I'm going to have another one because they're that important. And you could, if you wanted to, put your green drink in your green drink. I like to drink them separately because I really like to have a moment of appreciating what I'm putting into my body. So after I work out and I just have the green drink with water, I feel like, "Mm, yes, nourish those cells. And then when I drink my other green drink, I'm like, "Mm, yes, nourish those cells more. So psychologically, it really works for me. And the second green drink is a smoothie. And so this one is a thick drink. This is like a the greenest drink you're ever going to green. You're ever going to drink. It is green, sisters. And all you have to put into it are the leafy green vegetables because those are the phytonutrients that we want the most of in our body. And so I use spinach. I'll use the baby spinach. I'll use baby kale and chard. And if I can't find a mixture of those, spinach is my go-to just because the flavor is really, you know, doable Um, and the kale can have a little bit more flavor to it. So I'll get the mixed ones or just the spinach, whatever I can get. And then I'm going to pack it into my Ninja blender, um, 75% full, but I'm stuffing it in there. So it's it's like really, really jam-packed full of greens, 75% full. And then... I will add in a tablespoon 
of chia seeds and then I will fill it up with water to the top of the greens and then I'll finish it off with frozen fruit. I like frozen mango because it just has a nice flavor. It just brings everything together. Okay, you'll also want to think about this, throw in some cilantro if you are looking for chelation, which means pulling toxins, pulling heavy metals out of your system. So uh, cilantro, um, people love it or hate it. I know I used to think that it tasted like soap and now I'm obsessed with it. So I don't know what happened, but that's another wonderful green to add into your smoothie if you like the tastes. Okay, if you don't, you can leave it out. It is not a problem. And then you are just going to blend that sucker up and drink it back. And so that is pretty much my first meal of the day. That's usually how I break my fast. And oh my gosh, it is so invigorating. Just those two drinks alone, I feel like Popeye. Like I literally feel the, the nourishments rushing into my cells. And when you feel that good... Don't you, wouldn't you want to put the effort in to make that smoothie and have that drink and do all the things? Yes, a hundred percent. And it's totally doable. It's not expensive. Like the value that you're getting out of it, the health you're getting out of this makes it worth it to me in my books. And that is how I break my fast. And then I'm going to have me some goji berries. Now, you know, I've talked about goji berries before. They are so good for your body that I just eat them just the way they are. They're usually dried, right? So I'll have like a small handful of dried goji berries. And if you want to, you could blend it up with some water and have some, uh, it's called golden milk. I don't do that because I don't like the flavor of goji berries, but my kids love the flavor. And so the next thing I have is a handful of goji berries. Now, goji berries are the number one superfood in my world. Uh, They have 18 amino acids, 21 minerals, glyconutrients for cell communication, more beta carotene than any other food on planet Earth. So anyone with, you know, vision or lung issues should eat goji berries because it is so high in beta carotene. And that's just easy. Like you're going to enjoy this part of it. Like you're going to enjoy eating your goji berries. Most people like the taste of them. So then I like to add in stuff for inflammation because I have arthritis in my body. Now I do not feel the arthritis because I'm a, I am do a plant-based diet. So I'm not doing this because I feel arthritic and my joints hurt. I'm doing it as preventative. I want to keep the inflammation down in my body as much as possible. If you are experiencing any kind of disease, it always has inflammation. It always is included. So with any kind of illness, there's always inflammation. And so if you want to be proactive, then add in anti-inflammatory foods. So you could add this to your food Or you could add this to your green drink. Remember, you just want to make sure your green drink is drinkable, that it tastes okay. So you could add these in or do them separately. But the number one anti-inflammatory food is turmeric. And it is a root. It's in the family of ginger. It kind of looks like ginger, ginger's little sister, which is a little bit more spicy and like 
orange if you cut up fresh ginger it's going to stain your hands but it's just so vibrant when you look at the color and it has a strong smell so if you don't like the taste of the actual turmeric by all means take a supplement not a problem and usually turmeric comes with black pepper uh, to assist in absorption so you want to put some black pepper in there too or get a supplement which includes black pepper so you could throw some turmeric into your tea or you could throw it into your green drink not too much because you don't want it to taste like turmeric and then the next on the anti-inflammatory list is ginger that's the big sister ginger is so good this is really easy to get your ginger in with cooking i try to throw ginger fresh ginger into everything I really love the taste of ginger, so that's easy for me to do, but you could also throw it into your green drink. And then everybody's favorite, cinnamon. Who doesn't love cinnamon? It is an anti-inflammatory as well. Isn't that great news? So you can have that in your oatmeal. You can have that in a lot of recipes that I make where I'm making anything sweet. I throw cinnamon in it, but you could also throw it in your smoothie. So all of these Whichever way works for you, get them into your body. They're anti-inflammatory foods. Just think about it. It's a food that's designed to lower the inflammation in your body. It's so brilliant. Thank you, Mother Nature. Love you, girl. And then when it comes to midlife, I've talked about this one before and I'm never going to stop talking about it because it's so brilliant. Maca powder. It is the number one food for balancing hormones. It is grown in the harshest of conditions in the Andes. And that's what makes it so vibrant is because it's cold and the wind is howling and it's just such a high elevation. And that's what makes the healing properties so amazing is what it takes to survive. So maca powder, mm-hmm. again, you could throw it in a smoothie. I'm not a fan of the flavor, so I would take it in a capsule form. Now, I am going to, this next one here is my BFF. Whenever anybody asks me about a supplement, because supplements depend on what you're working on. So, you know, it's hard for me to say what somebody should be taking unless they tell me what's going on with them. And for me, my supplements are always changing based on what I'm working on in and with my body. But no matter what I'm doing, no matter what my body is doing or what I'm working on, 100%, this would be my number one go-to for everybody. And it's mega dosing vitamin C. That's right, mega dosing. Now, most people would say taking uh, like a thousand uh, milligrams would be mega dosing. And I'm like, no, that you are not even getting started there, sister. You want to take as much vitamin C until your body hits its saturation point. So how do we hit our saturation point? Great question. You know you've hit your saturation point when you get diarrhea, when you get loose bowel movements. And it's different for everybody. That's the beauty of trusting our body and the brilliance of the wisdom of our bodies is it knows when it's had enough. It knows vitamin C is water soluble, so it is not going to kill you or have any ill effects on your body, except diarrhea if you take too much of it. And if you take too much, then you just take the last capsule off and now you've got your daily dose. So the way to find it is to take a thousand milligram capsule every 15 minutes until you hit that saturation point. 
And then once you do take that one off and that just divide that by three. So if it's 30,000 and you're like, what, 30,000? That's right, 30,000, which is 30 capsules. So if that's what your saturation point is, then you would just take 10 in the morning, 10 in the afternoon, and 10 in the evening. So you want to spread it out throughout the day. Or you can divide it by every hour. If I'm getting sick or my kids are getting sick, the first thing I'll do is take one to two of those 1,000 milligram capsules every hour. You just pump it all day, every day. Just keep it so that it's uh, released, time released throughout my body so that it's always there. So if that freaks you out a little bit, just try five, just try 10. Like most people will be freaked out by what I'm saying. So do your research. This is the one supplement that I have researched the most. And I do go by Linus Pauling's research. And so look him up, look at his research, but you decide for yourself. But this is the number one supplement that I would say everybody should take. And then you can find your saturation point or take what you're comfortable taking. I think the recommended daily dosage is one. And that's why it it just, you know, makes me sad. And I'm laughing at the same time because I'm like, this is craziness. But I'll leave it. I'll just leave it at that. And the next thing for us midlife mamas is royal jelly. Girls, the queen bee lives for six years. The queen bee is a normal bee that is fed the royal jelly and it grows 40 times larger than the other bees. And it lays over 3 million eggs. What? 3 million. And the queen bee lives for six years and the worker bees work for six weeks. And the only difference between the queen and the workers is the queen was picked and then fed the royal jelly. I know. Say no more. It's also high in bee complex. Bee complex are the main nutrients for the mitochondria, which are the powerhouses of the cell. That's where our energy comes from, the mitochondria. And so we want to feed it and we want it to be as vital as possible. So be complex, which is also water soluble, which means if you have too much, your body will just pee it out. Not a problem. It's not toxic. Royal jelly also has 18 essential amino acids. So it is the bomb. You want to be careful where you get it from. So you want to source, source your royal jelly carefully. Um, another thing is collagen, skin, hair, and nails. We all know that because we've, you know, it's cool. It's like a, a fad. So we've, we're all hip to collagen. We know what collagen could do for us. And then here's one that I want you to write down. If you have hot flashes, you want to take sepia, homeopathic sepia. So it'll come in like pellet form. Try that for your hot flashes and see how it works. Also, if you're experiencing hot flashes, do Qigong. Just look up on YouTube, uh, Qigong for hot flashes and try it. It is so amazing because you're moving your energy. Qigong, Qigong, Qi is life force and you're moving it to help balance it out so that you're not having the hot flashes because that's just your body talking to you, right? Our hormones are changing and then our hormones need to balance out again. And that's how our body works because our body is so amazing. It's so brilliant. Remember in Asian cultures, they don't have menopause. It doesn't exist because of their diet, because of their lifestyle, because they've never been told that they're going to go through menopause. It doesn't have to be a thing, but the best way that we can ease the symptoms for ourselves is through our diet is through our diet so take any of these and give it a try remember 
don't do them all at once because then you don't know what worked and what didn't work. But you want to take one. So which is the biggest issue that you're dealing with? Take one, try it for a month and just see what happens. I know for me, the green drink, like the green smoothie, which girlfriends, it's just your spinach and maybe some cilantro and your chia seeds um, and then your frozen fruit to make it taste good. If you chug back one of those a day, you are going to feel so good. So good. So just pick one thing, work with it for a month and then assess it, do some tweaks. And then, yes, I like it. I'm going to add it to my list. Great. And then I can work on the next thing. Everybody is so different. You want to do what works for you. I just want to remind you that everything you eat, it either makes you sick or it heals you. Food is so powerful. This is what we are created. Our cells are created by the foods that we eat. So we want to choose our foods wisely. So see if you can start adding in more healthy food. So there's no room for that other stuff. The other stuff will just fall away when you start eating, adding in the healthy foods and eating the healthy foods. There won't be room for the other things. And then slowly you'll transition as opposed to lack. We never want to restrict from a place of our brain saying, what? I can't have something because then boom, we want to just go and binge. So we want to add in. We want to think abundance. We want to think nourishing. Think of food as nourishing your cells. That's what it's designed for. So when we can go from the comfort of food, eating for emotional reasons and comfort reasons to thinking of food as nourishing our body, then it loses its hold over us. And then we are in control. And life is way better when we're in control of our food. It is so, so good. So think of food as nourishing your cells. When your body is in homeostasis, which means that it's balanced, it's perfectly balanced, it is designed to heal itself. So it's really hard for disease to exist in your body when it's in homeostasis. And remember, it's out of homeostasis for two reasons. One, toxicity, too much of something, or two, deficiency, not enough of something. And you just got to figure out what, which one of those it is, and then put it back into homeostasis, back into balance, and then... It will work on healing itself. Think about being preventative instead of trying to fix something after it happens, after you become sick. You have so much power here and food is the answer. Food is the answer. You just got to know which foods and then flood your body with them and let them work their magic. Oh, you guys, this is just so powerful, so powerful. And you have all of this available to you in your grocery stores or your specialty health food stores or your supermarkets, whatever, where your, your, your health food corner stores, like they know what they're talking about. And food was designed by nature and we are nature. So it was designed for us. Mm. Every bite matters. Thank you for listening, my friends. Always love yourself first and have an amazing day.